Oh, hello there, people. Giddy up them steps, as we say over there in the parish. Giddy up them steps. Now, welcome to the podcast with me, Mark Hayes. Oh, hello, Mark. How's it going? Ah, oh, not too bad, Marky boy. It's been a while. Oh, it has. I haven't spoken to you in a couple of days. Uh, random. Um, what are we at? 118, people. Oh, balls, Malone. 28th of February, 2019. And a big balls of Malone. 118, that means we might have to go to 200. I feel like I got buddies that started podcasts after me. Michael Anochi, Chris D'Elia, and um, my podcast's numbers. I didn't do it weekly, so they caught up. And now they're close to me, so I can't give up. I always have to be ahead, so I can be like, uh, you copied me, fellas. You copied me. You saw how well my podcast was doing. You saw the thousands and 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 thousands of people that would tune in on a weekly, daily, hourly, 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 early, 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 early basis. And you followed my lead. You copied me. He copied me into the podcast world, and now I gotta keep up. I do like, uh, I think competition's good for everything. That's how it motivates me. Tell me do something, I'll be like, nah, tell me my friend is doing it, and I'll be like, oh, I'll do it better. Oh, give me a go at that. Oh, let me have a go. We're in a group chat, three of us and some motherfuckers who don't really reply at times, and we'll, um, we will. Post pictures saying, hello, motherfucker, I'm at the gym. I'm sweating balls. You're a little fucking fuck. You're not sweating balls. And then you'd be like, oh, I gotta go sweat balls and beat him. And then we'd send pictures of each other sweating onto cameras. And we'd be like, yeah, look at this sweat. And they'd be like, no, but look at this sweat. And we'd be like, yeah, but look at this wet, sweaty head. And it's good, it'll make you go faster, stronger, harder, pumper. I like the competition. As you can tell now, I've just drank coffee, and I'm doing this podcast earlier in the day than I'm used to. And there's there's no rhyme or reason, we're going in cold, people, we're talking about sweat, we're talking about sweaty men so far. Three sweaty men in a group chat, egging each other on to do more, but it's not motivation. I feel that's the big difference at odd times. I think Americans motivate by encouraging, whereas in Ireland I feel like we motivate by mocking. You're not good enough. So I like when I get that mocking motivation. Encourage me? No, thank you. You want to encourage me during sex to be a better lover? No, thank you. You want to mock me during sex to make me a better lover? Oh, baby. Okay, now we're talking. Now we're on dance floor of life. Now, now my erection has just gone up another 15 inches. <laughs> now we're talking. Now we're figuratively talking. Now we're up there in the gullet of life. Dancing. Oh, you're mocking me, John Sex? Oh, well, the sex, this mediocre to poor sex uh, is going to be far worse now that you're mocking me. Oh, you're encouraging me? No, thank you. I've lost my uh, 
my election, my election, you won't be getting this erection back. This re-erection won't be happening. You lost out in the election for the erection. The election, erection, uh, you lost it. You had your chance to have another go, but you lost out in the election, erection. You, you're, the votes are down. You encouraged. I wanted mocking. I hate to when I tell. I might slip, let it slip. If I'm talking to girls in LA or people in general, actually in LA, be like, "Oh, I love a good mocking." They might mock me by accident. I realize, and I was like, "Oh, that's funny. You should do that." That's how we do it in Ireland. And then they'll try and mock after. They'll be like, "Oh, is this how you mock?" And you're like, "Oh no, that's not a. Oh, you've you've ruined it. You've ruined it." You've ruined it big time now, and then they'll try and mock, and you're like, nah, that's not funny. You've lost it, you're just not funny. Sorry, it's over. Me boner is gone, me mental horn, me physical penis horn disappeared. Farewell. Thought, thought we had it there for a minute, but you know what? It's projecting onto you. I feel that's my biggest flaw in life, projecting onto people, projecting greatness. Um... I like to overestimate people's abilities and personalities and talents and uh, creative forces and promise and what else? potential and uh, greatness. And then I get to know them and I'm like, ah, fuck, it's, you're just good looking. <laughs> ah, balls, you've just got a lovely pair of boobs. <laughs> Ah, does you just have really good eyes, huh? Really good eyes, but not much else going on. Not much else going on over there, huh? It's very sad. It's very sad. Indeed. It's funny too, uh, it's funny when you like someone and you're like, or if you don't like someone, Jesus, you're just firing off the flirting. And not that you don't like them, but you don't think they're unreal, unreal. Maybe you do. Maybe it's the fact that uh, sometimes I'll be like, oh, this girl is so hot. Oh, is her personality great? Yeah, I think it is. But then you realize you're just doing a lot of the banter. And then someone else with a brain, you'll be like, oh, this is actually good. This is a good jewel flirting. And then you realize, oh, that 10, that girl who's a 10... Maybe her personality isn't a 10 after all. Maybe I fooled myself. That's what I like to do, people. If you're not married, I feel life is a bit boring because you've no one to lie to. I'd love to be married and live a double life like James Bond, but mundane. Mundane Bond. Jimmy Bond. Mundane as shit. Someone to lie to. So if you're not married, I feel like you got to lie to yourself to spruce up life. You don't want to be aware, aware of your shortcomings, your downfalls. Oh, I'm not good at small talk. Oh, I'm not that talented, maybe. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's not everyone else. So you lie to yourself and you say, no, it is fucking everyone else. It's not me. I'm unreal. Here's my small talk at a party that I don't want to be at. I'm going to start saying stuff like, uh, I am the sun, and you're all just planets. <laughs> and they'll be like, why do we invite this fucker here? And I'll say, I don't know. Here's a question. Do single straight dudes go to brunch? 
Or it's like, let's go out to brunch. Or was that only for gay dudes, women, and dudes with their girlfriends? Am I narrow, narrow-sighted, narrow-minded? Or do straight dudes gather around and go to brunch? I know in Ireland that probably wouldn't be a thing. But over here in LA, I don't know. You could get it. I remember a dude invited me to brunch one time. This is when I knew I was projecting onto a guy before that I was friends with. And I was like, ah, I've overestimated what you're really like. He invited me to brunch. He's a treat. Maybe it wasn't his treat. But he invited me to brunch. And I was like, nah. And then he kept hounding me. And I was like, ah, alright. And then we got there and he told me the reason that he invited me was to say that he felt I wasn't appreciating his friendship. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is this? An ambush. I was hungover. I was like, what? It's like, yeah, I just don't think you appreciate the friendship as much as I put into this friendship. Like, that whole, Jesus, that's like speaking alien to me. The amount that I put in <laughs> into this friendship. I feel I put more into this. And even though I've done wrong, I feel you could appreciate me more, even though I'm clearly, uh, I've been living a per- double life. My real personality is what I have been given, and now you're seeing the real me, and you, you've backed off. If that was, if he was being honest, this is what he would have said. You backed off because you saw that I'm a bit of a soft cock, I'm a bit of a weak man as a human being, and I can't be trusted because I can't stop telling my wife that I'm cheating on her. Um, but you know, I feel like you should still be my friend. <laughs> if you'd said that, I'd have been like, I right, fair play. But instead of being like, oh, you're not putting into the friendship as much as I appreciate the friendship. It was like, ah, uh, can we get the check? Can we, thank God, actually, we went to a place where you pay for the food first. They're my favorite restaurant places. Pay for the food. Good to go. Sit down. Food comes out the door. Oh, gives me a little horn thinking about it. A little bit turned on now thinking about, oh, you're in and out. There's no way for the check. How much tip? Oh, Christ. Okay, here we go. Oh, hey, uh, could we split this? Yeah, well, could we put half in that and then put two quarters in these two? Okay, cool. Fuck that. Jesus, brutal. That gave me a little bit of a headache thinking about it. Why? Because I'm a weak man who keeps drinking coffee and not enough water. The election erection. You had the chance and you lost it. Isn't it weird? It's weird when you, like, as a guy, which I claim to be, as a man, which people physically say, as a as a boy that grew up to be an older boy. <laughs> this is my older boy. Um... To turn down sex with a hot woman is very odd, isn't it? Isn't that odd? Or is that just me? I feel it's odd when you're like, no, I could never, ever, ever have sex with you again. Your personality has turned me off that much. That must be a pretty bland personality. Because men will fuck a fucking couch. They'll have sex with a cushion. It's been documented that men will have sex with a bed. Imagine your personality is so bad 
and you're still stupidly good looking that a guy would be like ah, I just can't <laughs> I just can't deal with you <laughs> fuck that's pretty bad but that's what it's like in LA you're turning down these women and you're like ah, oh, I just I can't I tried it and it was brutal and you faked noises I hate the faking too that women in LA do it's like what are you doing just it's okay to be bad we can all be bad together we don't need one party to be like it'd be like eating dinner and screaming this is lovely you're like alright calm down it's not that great we're just hung over eating dinner you don't have to scream at me please shh you lost the election erection you had my erection and then you lost it by saying stupid shit like oh baby that's it I still don't get into baby during sex I feel like you're a pedophile you're saying baby a lot <laughs> that annoys Americans because they love saying baby oh baby oh baby I hate couples that say baby non-stop too I hate this fucking thing in LA where people are like just lying I, I they're lying no because they're lying to others that's what pisses me off if they're only lying to themselves I'm like grand but when they're if you just start going out with someone and you're like oh baby thanks baby you got me salt oh babe baby baby thank you baby everyone isn't baby lovely look at my baby 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 we love brunch together he's my brunch baby we're gonna go home and be sad and maybe go buy clothes cause we're babies and you're like, oh, how long are you together? I'd be like, ah, oh, this is our third date. You're like, oh, go fuck off. There's a cliff. Go find a cliff. Go take a run off a cliff. Go on, do a sprint into the water. Some jagged rocks. Good to go. I don't like that line. Um, I don't like that. Oh, yeah, so if you like someone, you're like bad at flirting. I feel that's an issue. I have an Irish buddy and he's like, oh, you got to treat treat the people you don't like like treat the people you like like the people you don't really like <laughs> which is hard though because you're like ah no i feel like i don't know if this is everyone but you have two personalities there's the one when you don't you kind of like someone and you're just like jipping around but then you do like someone and you're like oh no i gotta be proper <laughs> i gotta be someone else i can't be myself i gotta fake this i gotta fake it and make them like me i gotta fool them Lure of men with fools, lies, spoof, falsities, promises that I won't keep, money that I don't have. I have to fool them in. Why is that? That's so dumb to me. Is that just feelings? You can't control the dumbness. Uh, that is annoying though. And then someone you kind of like, you're just like, ah, oh, yeah, whatever, fuck it, let's get Chipotle, shall we? You know, these these are questions people we ask, there's no answers. What the fuck is this podcast been all about? Jesus, just realized it's been 15 minutes. I just came to, it was like I blacked out. It's like I was having sex with a cushion, I came to and I was like, whoa, are you enjoying this? And the cushion said, not really. <laughs> Could be better. You could do, make, make a point, you've just been talking at me, you've been saying, I am the sun and you're just the planet. 
I don't know what you're talking about, Mark. And I'm like, I'm sorry, Cushion, come here, give me a hug. And you give the little Cushion a hug and it makes it all okay. It makes it all delightful. And the Cushion's like, you turned down sex with a hot woman? To have sex with me? And you're like, yeah. It's weird, too. I feel bad for, like, if a hot woman has herpes. (laughs) And tells you, and you're just like, ah, shit, can't have sex now. <laughs> and they'll be like, nah, but you won't be getting it. And you'll be like, ah, but I won't, 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 won't get it, will I? Be, I won't, I definitely won't get it if I have sex with a cushion. That's all I know. That's all I know, you know, you gotta, <laughs> I know the cushion doesn't have it, so I'll take my chances with the cushion. I think I'm jacked. I, I take so many vitamins. I must be making money these days because I take so many vitamins. I'm like, how much money am I spending on vitamins? But they're keeping me good. They're keeping me dancing. Everyone's sick. I feel like a fuck. I just touch wood. Ah, superstitious. How dumb are they? The more I live in America, the more I'm like, what are we doing in Ireland? Touching wood all the time, touching our head, kissing people's feet. Do they still kiss feet? I feel they do. I feel like his feet at mass, which is fucking horrendous. That must have been like, oh, some priest has got a foot fetish. He's like, yeah, it's Jesus said we gotta suck your toes. Let's suck those toes, baby. Let me do some toes sucking. Um, and people are like, did Jesus say that? And you'd be like, yeah, man, Jesus said that. Toe sucking priests getting their way. It's better than the children, I suppose. <laughs> Yeah, geez, that's like if that's that's how it works in LA. If you tell people, be like, oh, they want to do this. I don't know if you're like, yeah, we should do it like this. I can't give exact examples in case people are listening. They'll be like, oh, he's done this to me. <laughs> You'll be like, oh, yeah, he said do this. She said do that. And they'll be like, oh, no, no, no. I'll be like, yeah, you should do it like this. Like, put them all in a row. And the people in charge be like, no, nah, we can't put them in a row. That's not how we do it. And then you should be like, oh, no, but the famous person says you should do it like that. That's how they want it done. And they'd be like, oh, really? That's what they said? Oh, yeah, that's actually a good idea. Let's do it like that. Let's do it exactly. Oh, the famous person said that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's what they said. And they'd be like, oh, that's a great idea, actually. It's a great idea. You're like, all right, that's how it, that's how it goes. You just gotta fucking <laughs> pretend that Jesus said it. Jesus said it. Imagine the priest, the first priest, who's like, ah, do you know, it'd be a good idea after communion. We sit, we sit, we sit the people down on the front pew. <laughs> that's hilarious, bro. Too. What should we call these long, uncomfortable wooden seats? Pews, perfect. Love a pew. Oh, I'm dying for a pew. Pew. Sorry. Uh, Oh, I just had a lo- lovely pew. Let's sit in the pew. Oh, pew, pew. Um, and we should sit them down in the pew, and then we'll have all the people sit there, and I'm going to take off their shoes, and they'll be like, okay, Father Gregory, and then what? They'll be like, and then I'm going to uh, take off your socks, and they're like, okay, Father Gregory, this is a bit weird, and then I'm going to kiss their feet. <laughs> they'll be like, okay, Father Gregory? why? And they'd be like, ah, it's just like 
holy, isn't it? Because feet, you know, you've never seen a sexy foot. It's like that episode of Sex and the City, isn't it? When the dude has the foot fetish. Boom! Sex and the City reference and religion. What a great podcast. Two for two. And they'll be like, ah, Father Gregory, this is weird. And then he'll be like, no, 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 but that's what Jesus said to do. And they'll be like, huh? Be like, yeah, Jesus, they're in the Bible. They'd be like, ah, we're not reading the Bible again, are we? And be like, yeah, it's in there, though. He said you should, like, kiss feet. That's how you prove you're religious. And they'd be like, Jesus said it. Jesus said it. You line up ten of them on a pew. Get down on your knees. You rub the feet and you give them a little kiss. You can suck a toe, too. He said suck a toe. Ah, yeah, he said no harm in sucking a toe. No harm at all. You'll just... You'll just, like, get a little toe in the mouth. Big toe, small, any toe at all. You can fit five in there. Fuck it, go for it. Go for all five. Suck those toes, baby. They'll be like, ah, Father Gregory, he's done it again. He's done it again. First he was on about having a glory hole in the confessional box. And now he's on about sucking toes. This man knows Jesus better than all of us. I, I've i never sucked a toe. <laughs> down on my tombstone, please. Here lies Marquez. He's never sucked a toe. Uh, never sucked a toe. Never sucked a dick. Not into sucking. Didn't really suck my tongue when I was growing up. Um, no, I skipped that. Uh, but I did. I remember one time I was with this girl drunk and we didn't have sex he was like, oh, I want to try something. And she started sucking my toes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, there goes me horn forever. No longer sexually attracted to you. I was like, uh, okay. And you can't be like, ah, stop it. Stop it now. What are you doing? Like a fucking... Like your parents are giving out to you. Stop that. Now, what are you doing? You're sucking my toes. Christ, get off the counter. Is that how parents get out to their children? Christ, get down off that and get that toe out of your mouth. <laughs> get that mouth. Get that fucking toe out of your mouth there now. And you're just like, ah, oh, sorry, I didn't know I shouldn't be sucking it. It's weird, I think. I get if you are married to someone. And then you went through a lot of shit. Not even married, going out with someone. And you were like, even though they were both physically attractive, by the end you're like, I could never fuck that person again. It's just, we've been through too much. I know that person too well. It's over. But to get that buzz after meeting someone a few times, that's high end. Uh, Jesus, you have a bad personality. <laughs> Jesus, the sex with you was not good at all. Jesus, why are you a nine and you don't even know it? But then again, people would say that about me. Oh, he's an annoying fuckhead. And you'll be like, thank you. Thank you, but at least I'm stacked up on vitamins to keep me alive. Um... At least I'm not sucking toes. That's one thing you can say about me. People will be like, oh, what's he like? He doesn't suck at all. I'll tell you that much. Put a toe near that man's mouth. He'll punch it out of Punch it away from his face. He'll beat the shit out of any toe. 
they'll be like, oh, I like that guy, get those toes away. Get those toes away from me. I was doing, oh, it's been a, it's been a sad week here in LA. I realized, Jesus, I'm so bad with, uh, with like, when people are expression, expression, expressing emotion. So, uh, comedian died this last weekend, Paulie Stevens. He was a funny, funny, funny man. He was also very, very nice. Uh, and everyone loved him dearly. And it was kind of weird that he killed himself because when I was talking to him any time, I would never be... I didn't know, obviously, I'm clueless, but I would never be like, ah, this guy would kill himself. I knew he was intense and he had bouts. I didn't really know him that well, just chatting to him at shows and stuff. But I didn't think he would be a guy to kill himself. Um, so everyone was kind of sh- shocked, almost. But also not. Depends who I'm talking to. Um, but then, like, my buddies who are close with him would be, like, getting emotional and crying and sad. And that's when I'm like, oh, fuck. I don't even know how to deal with people who are being emotional. All I, I just catch myself saying, like, they'd say something poignant and sad and, like, just, like, eyes full of tears. And I'd be like... Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I guess, yeah, that's bad, all right. Like, I can't. Ah, it's so bad. I know my Irish buddies are the same, so I feel like we were just fucking crippled from a young age of, like, showing emotion, dealing with emotion. I like, here, I can pinpoint people in my life showing me emotion, like sadness or crying to like a handful of times I could count them out the time a car crashed into a rental car when we were on holidays I saw my mum cry number one I was like what is this mother don't cry it's okay we'll be okay she was upset I felt awful I was going from consoling her to sitting in the back seat we were in Wales I do believe I was like mom no don't cry don't it's okay mom and she was crying, and then I just shut down like a stone. I reverted to a stone. I sat in the back seat, and I said, "Oh, why, why couldn't I help her? <laughs> why?" That's probably a pivotal moment in my life, but I don't know how to process it. So I'm just like, "Why couldn't I help?" I remember that. I remember my granddad's funeral on my mom's side. Um. And we were just messing around, me and my brother, my cousins. And then at the end, then I saw my granddad, but I didn't cry. I was just like, saw him, and I was like, oh, granddad, are you sleeping? What's happening here? But then at the end, when they were like, even my aunt came back from Greece, and she like literally got off the plane and came straight to the airport, or from the airport to the funeral. And... She started crying, and then I still didn't cry. But then when they were like, okay, everyone says their last words, and they like it's just the family in the room, and then people started crying, and then like I saw like everyone crying, and I was just like, oh, no, I'm going to cry. Hold it in. You start crying, you're like, oh, fuck, I failed. <laughs> That's what I felt like, too. I was like, ah, oh, no. One of us had to be strong. I fucked up. 
which is definitely not a good reaction to crying. Oh, I fucked up and started crying. That's two times. Fuck it, that's all I can think of. Um. Yeah, that's about it. My grand, that's probably three. That memory isn't as strong for some reason. Maybe it wasn't when I was young, young. Maybe it didn't affect me because I wasn't young, young. But now when people are like sad, I'm just like, yeah, I know. <laughs> you came to the wrong person for compassion. I like, I feel very bad. I just don't know how to express it. Give me maybe two months to process it. That's how long it takes to say to process emotion for me. Be like, ah, oh, yeah, shit, sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Would you like a coffee? How do I? How do I help you? I couldn't help my mother, so I can't help you. And I feel like today has just been a therapy session, but I won't get anything out of it. Especially this. Oh yeah. So like, I remember. Like in Ireland too, people are always taking their own lives, and if they ever did something, or like usually they'd hang themselves because uh, I don't know. Just seems to be the way. Like pills, you couldn't really. Pills wasn't a route, I don't think, because the, it's not like America where there's drugs everywhere. You'd be like, oh, give me a bag of those sleeping pills. So they usually hang themselves. And then I remember one, this is the weirdest thing about, I remember. People would be like, oh, how did John die? And then they'd be like, oh, he hung himself. And then I remember that there were correct grammar, because my dad used to, I used to say, oh, I was at mass, you heard John hung himself, my dad would be like, yeah, I heard, and he, my dad was a teacher, and he'd say, like, yeah, it's actually he hanged himself, and I was like, what? It's not he hung himself, and then he'd be like, have a little, like, grammar discussion, be like, yeah, it's he, it sounds wrong, but it's he hanged himself, and I was like, ah, so it's not he hung himself, so then the next time it happened, People be at school be like, ah, oh, yeah, Sean's dead, he hung himself. And I'd be like, ah, oh, it's actually, he hanged himself. <laughs> like, that's the input I had. Jesus, am I a robot? Am I psychotic? Is that what's coming through here? He hanged himself. And you'd be like, ah... Oh, that's good to know. So then we get into a grammar discussion and we wouldn't have to deal with emotion. That's how we like it. No emotion. Thank you. Like robots. That's why maybe robot sex wouldn't be so bad. It's just like having sex with an Irish woman or an Irish man. I say Irish woman first because I've never had sex with an Irish man. So I can't, I can't say that in faith. Maybe I should have sex with a cushion, but have the cushion and the mirror on the bed. <laughs> so I'm looking at myself. So I can experience what's it like to have sex with a really stupid Irish man. And then I'll be like, oh, there we go. Now I know what's going on. Jesus, this is bad. Why did I not do this sooner? So I knew how women felt and the disgust they had for me. And I'm going on about, do you ever turn on sex off a hot woman? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, you're a fucking idiot. Do you ever turn on sex from an idiot? And I'd be like, okay, the tables have turned. I sense you're upset. And I agree with you. 
And they'll be like, yeah, you're trying to suck my toe. And I was like, nah, that was just Father Gregory. That was like me. I'd never suck a toe. I remember if I'm like, like people in LA will just say shit, just to say shit, to sound like they're doing well, or they're like helping. Like I remember this girl used to, this is another brunch girl, and she'd say stuff like, oh, I'm, I'm a vegan, I'm basically, if you don't count chicken or sausages, I'm a vegan, I'm doing my bit to help. And you're like, chicken or sausages, meat, a lot of meat, sausages too, not just fish, or like, I don't know. But sausages, that's probably the most meatiest thing you can get. What meat should we have? Steak and sausages. Some pork chops. She probably ate pork chops too, because I knew she was English. Do love a pork chop. Love a lamb chop. But she'd say like, oh, but I'm a vegan, really. You're like, that's not fucking saying word. Oh, stop. But am I like that? I just say shit and then no repercussions. Who cares what comes out of my mouth? Like having sex. Um, this is Irish dirty talk. A guy will say to the woman, he'll say something sensual like, uh, why aren't you wet? <laughs> I thought you'd be wetter. No, you're not wet, huh? All right, well, let's keep going. Let's keep going. It's in there somewhere. It's like oil. I feel like dudes are like that. They're like, ah, sure. Remember they used to use a fucking stick? And you walk around with a stick and you'd be like, oh, the water's here. You'd be like, what? Yeah, the stick told me the water is here on the ground. Is that just an Irish thing or do they do that in America too? They walk around with a stick and if the stick bends down towards the ground, it means there's water in the ground. And you're like, ah, yeah, that makes sense, huh? That sounds like someone with a fucking horny dick made that up <laughs> made that up one time to convince a woman oh, if I get an erection that means we're meant to have sex and the woman was silly enough to be like okay that makes sense oh Jesus look you have an erection it must be fate and then he'll say to her why aren't you wet yet and the person will say this is the worst sex of my life should we get married because that's what we do in Ireland you ignore all the facts and just go into it because fuck it why not Marry young and pump forever. Giving you some gems, people. Giving you some gems here. Some pure gems. I'm looking down at gems in front of me. I tried to write notes, but you know, can't even read my writing. (laughs) So that's handy as fuck. I just wrote down Oscars, which I don't even know why. Oscars are on this week. Am I trying to be a topical? This is now a topical chat show. Oscars are on this week. Who really cares? Not winning, so what does it matter? I feel like people in Ireland too, are people here in LA as well, they'll be like, oh, do you have any good Oscar parties? Are you going to watch the Oscars? Any good after parties? Like, people ask me, my parents do, I think, because they just like the Hollywood glam. And because before I used to do stuff on radio for Irish radio and newspaper articles be like oh the oscars were amazing but i'd have to go out and find oscar parties it wouldn't be like oh hey mark it's elton john please come to my oscar party i'd have to find like where people ended up (coughs) after those parties so the after party or the after after party like what's that place called sunset marquee if you're ever looking for an after party of the oscars there's a good place to run into people i think i ran into russ brand and Alec Baldwin there one time. Maybe Johnny Depp was in there, I don't know. But then I was like, oh, look at me. I'm at an Oscar after party. Well, really, it was just a bar. And those people were in this little dark bar, too. But 
you know what Irish radio loved it? They were like, wow, amazing. All that time I went to, like, there was an Irish Oscar party after the Oscars. And an Irish pair in Hollywood. And I was like, oh, I'm Irish. I'll go to it. I always feel like an outsider at those parties. They're all clicky, clicky. And they're usually from Dublin. And, uh, I don't know. I don't know why I like, don't like those parties. They're too Irish for me. I don't know why. I just know. It just makes me feel like, ah, this is what I used to do when I was 18. Talk to fucking Irish people too much. I want to get out there and meet new people from the world. But I went to this party and some dude won the Oscar. And for some reason we both walked in at the same time. And they were waiting for him to walk in like, surprise! But I walked in at the same time. And they all said, surprise! And I was like, oh, you all know me, guys? You are all my friends? And then they rushed him. And he thought I was with them or something. And he was like, here, look at my Oscar. And he handed me the Oscar. And we were right by the door, and I was kind of pushed back outside the door, and I was on the streets, Hollywood Boulevard, and I was outside holding an Oscar, and this flood of adrenaline came over me and said, steal the Oscar, this is now your Oscar, go home, go home and put it on the pillow, and make love to the cushion in front of the mirror while looking at Oscar, and then you can pretend the Irishman in the mirror that you're making love to is named Oscar. And it'll be very weird. And you'll be able to say, I made love to a cushion while looking in the mirror with an Oscar next to my head. And the people on the radio will be like, oh, we're never having you back. You know that? You're on some sort of drugs. And I said, yeah, but I've got an Oscar, baby. Here's the stupid thing. Like, I'll be like, nah, not going to the Oscars. But in, I'm so deluded that in my head, I'll be like, one day I will win an Oscar, though. One day I will. And I I know it sounds dumb, but I believe that. And that's probably why I'm going to end up dying a dumb, dumb life. Uh, never been on a TV show or in a movie, but I still think to myself, yeah, I, I, I'm going to win an Oscar there one day. And then you'll all revert back. You'll be like, remember he said that in 118 of his podcast? He said he'd win it. Anyway, all of that went through my head as I stood in Hollywood Boulevard with this Oscar in my hand, this gold butte. And I said, should I fucking run? Nobody knows who I am in there. They all said surprise. And I was like, that's nice. And then I realized, oh, they don't even know who I am. And then the guy came back out and he was like, hey, give me that. And he took the Oscar back. And then he went back inside. And then I went inside and I tried to talk to people. But I wasn't boozing. It was a Sunday night, and I was like, oh, I've had too much booze. I'm only out, because i got to do a radio show in a minute. And I was awkward talking to people, and they are like, oh, you're Irish too. Oh, really? I didn't realize. I didn't realize that. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah. That's what I get when I talk to Irish people. Oh, you're Irish. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. And then you're talking to American people. They're like, oh, I can't understand what you're saying. I feel like I don't belong in either group. Maybe that's all in my head. Indeed, it is all in my head. But I remember having an awkward talk, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, we should meet up. Be like, so we can talk awkwardly again. I feel like that's what I was like texting some people. Did you ever get someone's number on Instagram, and then you text them, and on Instagram you're dancing, and then you text them off Instagram, and there's no rapport, and you're like, ah, fuck. That's what it's like. Uh, I feel meeting Irish people a lot in Hollywood, especially if they're in the industry and whatnot. It's just like false rapport initially 
that you're both Irish in Hollywood, so you must get on. And then you meet them, and you're like, no. <laughs> Personalities, that's what it's all about, not this fucking label of Irish in Hollywood. So that's why I usually dodge. Dodge, and I'd go, and I'd... I went home. And that's my great story. You know, I feel like I'm hungover talking today, but I'm not hungover. I don't know, I had a deep sleep, woke up doing this very early. Oh, getting some bad hangovers at the weekend. I feel like Pedialyte uh, need to sort themselves out as a hangover remedy if they're going to be calling themselves hangover remedies. Did you ever see the fucking Pedialyte? Plastic seals under bottles? What is going on? I was screaming at a bottle in... Uh, Ralph's car park the other day, screaming. I was like, just fucking open, come on, I need fluid in me body. And I don't even think it's good for you, unless you're puking, apparently. Um, I've got a vitamin, a vitamin girl, she tells me what's good. Good, bad, yes, no, stop, take this an hour. Do you know it's unreal? If you're boozing, charcoal pills. Jesus. I used to have the dodgiest. I still have a dodgy stomach, but I used to have, like, oh, pains in my stomach. Oh, I'm dying. Is it the AIDS? What's going on? Started taking charcoal pills. Um, and just savage. Just, like, they soak up all the bad stuff in your stomach, and then you just deposit it, and you're good to go. They're unreal. And what's the other one that I feel is doing me well? Eshenisha? Is that how you pronounce it? Enchinicha? Enchinicha. Enchinicha. They're good too. If you're listening, you're like, ah, he sounds so healthy and vibrant. How do I become like him? You booze, and then you take these pills. And then you're good to go. You're on the dance floor. Oh, yeah, but Pedialyte, Jesus, cop on. The fucking, they've got these, like, seals. You open the plastic seal, then you take off the top, and then they got a fucking seal right on the top that's fucking glued on. And they got little three flaps, but they're always too fucking stuck in the groove, and you can't take it out, and you got to get a knife. And I'm like, I got to get a sharp knife, because this shit is fucking hard to get into. And I'm like, I don't want this Pedialyte to slip and to fucking slip my wrists and the ambulance will rush in and be like, what happened? What happened? And they'll be like, he killed himself. He killed himself over a Pedialyte. And my spirit will be looking down and be like, no, the knife slipped. Pedialyte, sort it fucking out. I'm going to have to go into coconut water. It's easier to get to. Just last yourself a customer, Pedialyte. I know you're quivering. Quivering in those boots. But uh, you gotta sort it out. Gotta sort it out or I won't. Trying to help myself. Do you ever have such a bad hangover and you have a little... You're like, ah, should I... It's the Lord's day. Let's have a little masturbation. Let's uh, let's masturbate for the Lord. This one's for you, Father Gregory. But then after you get sad and you're like... That's why I know my hangover's bad. I feel like having a wank when you're hungover. It changes your chemistry. I don't know if there's any science in that, but let's pretend. I read I read one time in a Harvard report <coughs> that it changes your chemistry. Um, and you'd just be like sad, and you'd be like, ah, oh, looking at what you've done, and you'll be like, ah, oh, that could have been a family. <laughs> they could have been my children, you know. And now I just, I wasted it. 
I was crying over Pedialyte and I tried to cheer myself up with a little Sunday afternoon wank and now I'm even sadder. There's only one thing that can fix me and that's an orgasm. And then I'd be dodgy. Imagine if you were one of those dudes that needs to be, uh, what's it called, asphyxiation? When you're having a wank and you're like, when you're choking yourself. Jesus, imagine getting a, is that how they do it? A belt or a rope and you stick it around your neck and then you got to hang yourself while you're having a wank and then you you come and then you're like, oh, get the rope off me. It'd be brutal if you were killing yourself, like having a wank. And you're like, ah, oh, shit, every time you have to have a wank, if that was, was how you did it, you'd write a little note. <laughs> I did not intend to kill myself. I was just masturbating, and it went too far. Please clean up before the police come. <laughs> That'd be brutal. Or if you were going like, I'm going to hang myself. I, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to just... I'm going to have one last wank before I do. That would be a pressure wank of the highest order that you have to get. You have to come before you go. Oh, I'd I'd fail. I'd fail miserably. I'd probably, for the first time in my life, I'd be like, I'm soft. (laughs) I'm fucking soft. (laughs) Come on, I don't have much time. Let's do this. You fucked up. And then you're, that's it. You're done and dusted. Um, Alright, that's it. Keep on talking. And then you just run out of stuff to say. Did a show last night. I wasn't happy with it. I did a show on... What day is it? Tuesday? Tuesday I did a show at a rehab center. It's honestly one of the best shows in LA. It's insane. They're all so happy that we're there. It's like a, a rough rehab center. And I think they're like either going to prison or have to go to rehab. They're all cool and chill, but they're all also, like, hardcore. And it's just packed room, and they're all up for it, and they're all, like, fucking hyper and laughing. And they all love dirty jokes and drug jokes, and it's not clean. And everyone on the show was killing it. Everyone back-to-back just getting fucking applause nonstop. And then you get the confidence and the high... And then I went and did a show last night, and I wore a pink jumper. I was that confident. I wore a pink sweater, and uh, I realized these aren't the rehab people. And I wasn't, still went well, but it wasn't as good. And you know, you're brought down back to earth, and then you're just like, all right, every day, take, take each day as it comes. It was funny, the other day, myself and my buddy Craig, we were like, on a Saturday, uh, and he was he was sad about Brody dying, and he was like, "Let's meet up." And I was like, "All right, cool." And I had to. Here's the kind of snake that I am. This is, I was like, "All right, yeah, man, I meet up." And I had to go return uh, t-shirts to All Saints, and we. I was like, "Yeah, you can come to All Saints with me." Like I was being nice, and <laughs> not like I was being like, "I, I just want to go do this on my own." Come on, we're going together. Um, and we went there and we walked in and we were, we were both like I were not spending money fuck it we're not spending money walked in he saw a shirt I was like oh you have to get that that is you <laughs> 
and then we saw the price tag and he was like ah but I, and I was like you have to get it I think I said that so much because A it was really nice and B I knew it would cheer him up but C I knew if he spent that much money I could spend money too but not as much as him and I wouldn't feel as bad and then we both spent too much money and we bought clothes but we felt better he wore his shirt right out of the right out of the gates. I didn't, and um, that night I wore one of the tops I bought, and I got zero compliments, and he got four, if not five, compliments on his shirt. So, you know, he made the better choice. I was using him. He was using me. I was using him. And then he, he won in the end. He won in that close spree, and that's life. I suppose people, that's life, you know. You win some, you lose some. Just like an erection, the election erection. So I leave you on some wise words, and that is that I am the planet, I am the sun. Fucked up, I am the sun, and you're all just planets. Oh, let's do a let's do a fucking sex poem before I go. I did a sex poem the other day, and then this girl, Gracie, drew some art after reading it. And it's fucking slick, looks savage. It's on my Instagram. If you want to go look at it before it disappears. Alright, we'll do one sex poem, and then we're out the door, people, then we're home, you're allowed to go home. I feel like I just made you sit in a class, and um, and now I'm letting you, letting you go home. You'd be like, ah, would you just let us fucking go, it's Friday afternoon, I want to go home, and you're like, I can go home now. Alright, so this is called Red Tong. It's Sunday, Malibu is burning, the Oscars are on, it's cold, I'm so hungover I can't hear, it's sad, so sad, I can't open this bottle of Pedialyte, it's too hard. I'm sweating in the kitchen, the seal is stuck, I'm eating a carrot to calm down, carrots always calm me down. You walk in from the bedroom, wearing a black hoodie, black boots and a red thong, you look fucking hot, Jesus you're unreal. Now I'm hard and sweating and hungover. What are you reading? I ask you. The Bible, you say. Nice Catholic guilt on the Lord's Day. No read. No need to read that, I tell you. I walk over and take it from you. You take my carrot from me and I have a bite. I put the Bible on the table as you sit on it. Like my boots, I do, you hot fucker. You wrap your legs around me and pull me closer. Fuck me with your carrot, father. You're a bad girl. You still want to fuck a priest. I like the way I'm reading this with the wrong cadence for every line, but you know, fuck it. I must punish you for such sinful ways. I take the carrot and kiss your lips. Your bottom lip is just hanging and soft and wet and beautiful. And your fucking eyes, unreal. You're a chancer and a fucker. I like it. They light up as you smile at me. Fuck me with your carrot, you tell me again. I slide your red thong down your long legs. I like you in just a cropped hoodie and boots. You're beautiful. You close your eyes as I run the carrot along your thighs, teasing it along your pussy, <laughs> running it up your clit. You spread your legs wider. You're a good girl. I slide the carrot inside you as you moan and look at me, biting your beautiful lips, being fucked by a carrot. You're dripping wet all over my hand and the carrot. Feels like I'm back in Ireland, pulling carrots from the wet ground, getting ready to feed my horse, Trevor. I miss Trevor. He's a good horse. And you're a good girl. You open your mouth and ask to taste, you hot fucker. I pull out the wet carrot and let you taste. You suck and bite it, then kiss me. 
I want to taste your wet ground. What the fuck am I on about? I run my tongue along your clit and between your soft lips. You taste amazing, like a warm bowl of turnips on a cold, wet day. Ah, yes, that makes sense. Your clit is so swollen and hot. My tongue running over and back along it. Your pussy pushing in my face. I love feeling you come for me. I press hard in your clit with my tongue and feel you coming. Grabbing my head, moaning loud. Dripping down your legs. Fuck, you're beautiful. I stand up and you grab me closer, our wet lips kissing as you take out my rock-hard cock carrot. Nice. You slide me inside you, then wrap your legs around and push me deeper, filling up your tight, wet pussy. You're so warm. I'm so hard inside you. Feeling your nipples under your hoodie, grabbing your hair, running my hand over your neck, squeezing on it. Fuck me, father. You tell me. I joke you more. You're a good girl. I got lost fucking you. Your pussy feels so fucking good. You're the hottest woman in the world. I bend you over the table and fuck you from behind. Spank me, you say. I spank your sexy ass. It's the hottest ass ever. I spank again. Harder. I spank hard and you moan loud. I pick up the Bible and spank you with it. Sorry, God. Say hi to Trevor. You laugh and spin around. I'm going to come so hard. You get on your knees and open your mouth, stroking and sucking as I come in your mouth. Jesus Christ feels amazing. Malibu is burning. I miss Trevor. I can't open the Pedialyte, but fuck me. You're just the hottest ever. Well, that was unfortunate, but you know, there we go. We read a little sex poem. For the lads and the lassies, and that's about it. I. That's it. Podcast over. You're free to leave. Um, yeah, hit me up, Twitter, at Trickadoo, T-R-I-C-K-A-D-U-U, Instagram, at the Marques, go read my books on Amazon, random, random, or pre-dumb, go watch my YouTube series, random, go write a review for this podcast on iTunes, I should really be pushing that more, go spread this to the, to the masses, Alright, that's it. If you're around town tomorrow, Friday, hit me up. Come to the Laugh Factory. We've got a great show at 945. The Luck of the Irish. Until then, till next time, don't lose your election erection. Goodbye. Good talk. Good talk. Good talk. Good talk.